Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. This podcast is presented by Christ Life Fellowship. Visit the CLF website at christ-life.org. We're glad you could join us today. Warren Litzman lived with a singular focus of the Christ Life message to simply determine and proclaim grace by Christ life until the whole world knows. Join us now as we go back into the CLF archives and one of Warren's messages. Just a reminder, this is an archive message, and it's taken this time from one of his YouTube broadcasts. Greetings, dear friends. Here I am again to talk to you about the liberating secret. What is the liberating secret? That God does not save you. He puts another in you who is your salvation. Christ in you is your hope of glory. No use beating around the bush. I'd like to preach the gospel and did for many years. I preached the gospel. People need to get right with God. They need to quit their sin. If they want to be happy, they need to quit their sinning. They need to quit running around with the world. They need to make a change in their thinking. Well, dear friends, I still believe they need to make a major change in thinking. People do. But I'm going to tell you that's not salvation. Salvation is Christ in you, your hope of glory. You're not going to have any hope of glory depending on your own works. You're not going to have any hope of glory depending on the fact, well, I quit my sinning. I quit doing these bad things. Look who I am. No, sir. When you stand before God, you're going to be able to say, Father, I accepted your son as my Savior. He was my life. He lived in me. And I lived in him. Father will say, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. That's all I wanted out of humans was them to receive my son. Well, you see, dear friends, that's why this message to me is so important. That I think Christianity is not being known as it is to be. And I think the Christian is running around in this world by his own works, his own effort, trying to do something to please God. We cannot please God within ourselves. We're not supposed to. We're supposed to have Christ in us, and that's what pleases God. That's what pleases God. Well, I'm in the 16th chapter of John's Gospel. And, you know, in the Gospel of John, these, in fact, these last, Three chapters here in a row, John 14, 15, and 16. Those three chapters are the only place in the scriptures where Jesus explains the Holy Spirit. He has at least seven different terms or names or works that he gives to the Holy Spirit in these three chapters. Every one of those names or works has to do with teaching, changing our minds. Straightening out our thinking. Bringing us the reality of who we are as Christians. And so I've chosen this 16th chapter just to talk about it. Some other time I'll talk about chapter 14 and then chapter 15 because they all have a tremendous truth in them from the Holy Spirit. But we're at the ninth verse of the 16th chapter of John now. I want to read the, the, the 10th verse. 
The ninth verse says of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to the Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. What lines those are. He has spelled out what Christianity is. Christianity is freedom from us getting righteous. Christ is our righteousness. He says, I'm going to go to the Father one day and you need to remember what I'm saying. When you see me no more, remember what I've done and what I'm saying. Because I have the key to heaven. A judgment. Because the prince of this world is judged. How is the devil judged today? Every time a human being accepts Christ as their Savior and is born again, it's like God slapping the devil in the face. It's like God saying, Satan, see, I have many who yet will accept me. He is the victor over devils. Jesus at the cross gave the final licking to the devil. He said on that cross that the blood of Jesus Christ, my blood, will cleanse all sinners from all sin. Well, that just put an end to the work of the devil. Because it wasn't getting rid of what the blood washed away as much as it was believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was God's only son. And Lucifer was put out never to be a son. Think about it. The 16th chapter is full of truth. Jesus says when he's talking about this truth, about the Holy Spirit and this truth, he says in verse 12, I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. What do you think? What do you think are the many things that he had to tell those disciples? But the time was not yet. You know what he did? Maybe it was about three years after Jesus had died on the cross that God knocked down this fellow on the road to Damascus and struck him blind and called him out of heaven to follow him. That was Paul. He called Paul out of heaven to follow him. Paul did it. He accepted him. But the many things that God had to say would not come from the mouth of God. They would come from the mouth of Christ, who I suppose had learned those things. He knew those things. Maybe he knew them all the time he's on this earth. Maybe he knew them all through the Old Testament. Maybe he knew them from that meeting that happened before time started and the world was created and there was a single human being made. Maybe he remembers what God's 
plans were. Maybe God had laid all the plans out and Jesus remembered them. And you know what he did? Those many things he had yet to tell us were told by Jesus to the Apostle Paul. We hope you're enjoying the Christ Life teachings of Warren Litzman today. Just a reminder, these are from the CLF archive. We get some of them from our audio files. We get some from the actual YouTube broadcasts that Warren did. We're just lifting the audio off of them for this podcast, but they are archived and they will be every day. For more than 70 years, by founding the Grace Fellowship International, also known as Christ Life Fellowship, Warren and Robbie Litzman traveled extensively to places like Africa, Australia, India, Asia, the Philippines, and throughout North America, preaching and home church planting. If you would be interested in starting a home church with the Christ Life message, please visit our Grace Media website at www.grace-media.net. There's free materials up there for you. Now, let's get back to Warren and the Christ Life Message. Nobody else wrote about him. I'll always thank God for Peter saying one thing in his uh, epistle that the Lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. That's one of those things. Had they known that in the days of Jesus of Nazareth, they would not have crucified him. But Peter Heard that from the Lord. That's the only thing he ever mentioned that could be one of those things. Many things Jesus said, I have to tell you, but can't do it yet. So Jesus told them to the Apostle Paul, and the Apostle Paul put them in his letters. Little epistles. He put them in those epistles. Thank be to God he did. What would it be what would be one of those things? It was that God would save humans only by putting another life in them, and that life would be Christ. Christ in them. The Apostle Paul would deliver that message. He delivered in Galatians 2.20, The life I now live is Christ. I no longer live. But the life I now live is Christ. That's one of those things. One of those things. You see, we have grand and glorious and unbelievable things that are delivered to us by the Apostle Paul and nobody else. There was never a body of Christ. There was never a place where people, when they got saved, were placed in Christ and Christ in them. That's one of those things, you see. Or I'll come back and receive you unto myself. The rapture. That's one of those things. So many Christian preachers haven't come to that yet. They're still trying to get us through the tribulation period. And, and they don't even believe in miracles enough for that. <clears throat> enough for that. I don't know why they're doing that. But i got to tell you, that's one of those things. He's coming back to get his children, the children of God, and bring them up to the Father's house. He redeemed them. He gave his life for them. So he's going to come and get them. Praise God for that. Think of all these things that have happened. 
these things that are our things. We've just taken them for granted. But our trouble is we have commingled too much. We've mixed some of the things that were going on at the time when we should have left them alone. We've mixed Israel up. We should have left her alone when God set her aside. We've got so many things that we've gotten mixed up in that we don't know for sure what God did for us in His grace. I'm here to tell you that those things are still awaiting every believer who dares to believe it, who dares to trust God for it, because they're ours. They belong to us. They're ours in Jesus' name. They are ours. So he said, I got many things to talk to you about, but you can't bear them now. He'd already had an experience with Peter over his death, and he didn't want to go through that again. He had already had the experience of somebody who had sat under his teaching for three and a half years and didn't believe it. So he couldn't bear it. Peter couldn't bear it. I don't know how many of the others had problems. They must have all had a problem because when he told them to go into all the world and preach the gospel, Scripture says they went back to Jerusalem. That's not all the world. But they went back to Jerusalem. Some of them got to the uttermost part of the earth, I think. But the scripture said they went back to Jerusalem. He had many things to tell us and they couldn't bear it. And we're not believing those things today. We haven't even found them today. Found them. We haven't found them today. But they're waiting for us. How are we going to get a hold of those things? How are we going to learn them? Verse 13 tells us, Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he shall guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, he shall speak, and he will show you things to come. Now, I know all the prophecy preachers have wrapped up the book of Revelation and Daniel over that. Leave that alone. The things to come are the things that came in the Constitution and bylaw, as I call it, of the Apostle Paul's ministry. His, my gospel, that gospel. Not the gospel in the Old Testament, not the gospel centered around Moses, not the gospel centered around Abraham. The gospel that Paul could call my gospel. Well, I'm ranting and raving. I believe it. This is a passion with me that you understand what a Christian is because it's well written in the book. My time is up, but I'll be back with you in the next broadcast time. God love you. If you want some of the previous broadcast of this week, you can go over to another page on our website and you'll see the archives. Get what you want. God love you till I meet you again. Bye-bye. We hope today's Christ Life message from Warren Litzman has been a blessing to you. Please visit the Christ Life Fellowship website at www.christ-life.org. Until next time, this is Brad Wilson, Loving the Christ Life. Mm -hmm.